Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have seized control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Tangent alert! For Sunday, the 10th of July, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. Yes, you're back from, I guess, is arguably the south part of the Great White North. <laughs> okay. Welcome uh, home, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Share with the class where you've been. Chicago. Chicago. Mm. And what did you do while you were there? Put on five pounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. I found out when I got back. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let us get the programmatic announcements out of the way, and then we can continue with our discussions of you eating your way to the Lower East Side of Chicago. If you are joining us live, and you should be, please join us in IRC. Doubly so, join us on the video wall where I am actually camped out because I remember to bring the netbook in with its little camera. Hi, video wall. Come to vtwproductions.com. Click on the chat button at the top of the page. If you do not have a camera, just go to chat. If you do have a camera, go to chat and video and join us on the video wall. Please remember to mute your microphone lest you be kicked by the awesome power that is Barry Von Awesome. Speaking of Barry Von Awesome, if you are in IRC, Internet Relay Chat with us, and you should be, you will find our producer lurking in there under the name of Barry VA. Yes, the Barry Von Awesome. And yes, indeed, our friends at uh, Spatial Media have shipped an update for Sam Broadcaster, which has completely changed what everything looks like, so I can't find Barry's drop-in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Spatial Media. It's very pretty, but what was wrong with the old layout? Hmm? I don't know. The amazing... The incredible Barry Von Ock. Barry White. Please, if you have something to bring to the show host's attention during the show, do not send us a PM directly. Please PM Barry, and he will make, it, make us aware of whatever it is you wish to say to us. If you PM us directly, you will be summarily ignored. If you wish to email the show if you are listening live and do not want to do IRC, or if you're listening as a podcast listener, send your emails to ch at vtwproductions.com. That is ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. Additional bonus programmatic announcement. Please, if you have a few spare moments... Go to the website, vtwproductions.com, go to the Shows tab, and choose Casually Hardcore. On the right-hand side, near the top, you will see a button for an audience survey. This is part of the advertising service we are attempting to work with to get advertisers to help us fund things like, oh, I don't know, trips to PAX and Wootstock and you know, fun little things like that. The way this works is you submit your demographic information to them so they can learn about what kinds of people listen to our show. Right now, they just have raw download numbers, which have impressed them enough to say, yes, we think we would like to work with you. But now they want to know who you are. 
So please take the audience survey, submit uh, as honest information as you feel comfortable doing, mm-hmm. and that will allow them to come back to us with hopefully marriages to advertisers who would be interested in handing us money to play their little audio ads in our music breaks and then pay us money so that we can then go do things like Wootstock, which I will talk about more later in the show. End of programmatic announcements. <laughs> Welcome home, Daxa and Grail. <laughs> hey. Thanks. Hey. <laughs> Their voyages and what they were doing on their voyages leads us to today's call-in topic. So for our final segment, have your Skypes on standby and have your Skype pointed at VTW shows. You can also go to the front page of VTWproductions.com and look in the lower right-hand corner and see that the Skype account is online. And if you have Skype installed, you can just click on that little button when the time comes and it will dial you right in. Our call-in topic for today is nerd food rage. What, when someone comes to visit you, where do you have to take them? Yeah. You know, what is your local food of choice or place of choice and what kind of food do they serve that you use to showcase your area or just your favorite place to take people when they come visit you? Because what we're now going to talk about is just exactly where those five pounds came from. <laughs> Grail, you Everywhere. go. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, there was, well, I, I think one of the things that, that occurred while we were there is one morning we were watching Travel Channel or something like that, and they have a show on there called Food Wars, where kind of like our call-in topic, right. they take something local to a, a area, and say uh, in New York they were uh, raiding delis, and they had mm-hmm. the Cat's Deli, and they had another deli, where they basically said, who makes the best pastrami sandwich? And so they get five independent judges in, and they blindfold them, and they eat a sandwich from each of these delis. But the whole show is, you know, building up this rivalry and all that. So we watched the show, and it happened to be about the, the delis in New York, and we were talking about delis around Chicago. And then the next show was Italian Beef in Chicago. Yes. And it was Al's Italian Beef, which is really, really famous. Anybody that lived in Chicago knows of Ital- Al's Italian beef. It's down in Little Italy. It's one of the most famous versus another beef sandwich. I don't even remember the other place's Mr. name. Beef or it's like Mr. Like beef, yeah. which is like down in the loop area. And they area. won. Mr. And they beef ended up Al's. winning. Yeah. But my mom, I mean, she walks in and she walks over and she's like, it's Al's versus, eh, it doesn't matter who they're versus, it's Al's. That's the number one. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of revelry this place gets. So we decided, well, then we have to go down there because Erica had never had that. So, or Dax had never had that. <laughs> That, sorry. And uh, so we end up driving down. We went to Navy Pier, which is mm-hmm. their big tourist area. Yeah. And then from there to Little Italy, and we got Al's Italian beef, which is this massive, if you don't know what Italian beef is, it's this beef that's been marinated and seasoned and just left in this juice all day that they put on a sandwich. They put the garden gardenaire, which is this mix of like pickled celery and various hot other spices. hot spices that they top it with, and they dip the entire thing in the juice and then wrap it in wax paper like you know ten times because it will leak everywhere if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't yes. have that. And so we got that, and we went across the street into this Italian ice stand, which makes like a Italian ice, which is just basically ice with lemon, but it actually has lemon peels in it, and it's really nice, tasty. And so yes. we ended up taking that all the way back home. And got there and I ate the sandwiches, I think, in about a minute. They were so <laughs> They were good. so good and so tasty. And they were just drenched in the, the flavor. Because oh, you got is, them wet? Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, oh, you yeah. yeah. got to dip them. Got to dip them. And the thing is, I hate celery. Like, hate it. Like, I don't like it in anything. But pickled. Oh, it was so good yeah. in the garden air. Garden air. It was really good. Um, so, yeah, that was... Uh, 
Oh, but you could tell you were gaining like at least yeah. three pounds on There's that alone. There's nothing healthy right. remotely about this meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a big breakfast place there called Walker Brothers where I go for the bacon Belgian waffle, which is a Belgian waffle with bacon baked into it. Mm. And talk dirty to me. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. Daxa I usually gets... get the Dutch baby. Was it which Dutch is baby? Thing? You can get that right in town. Yeah, yes, you can. It's good. Oh. It's not as good as the no. Chicago Dutch baby. It's not. Yeah. Now, now, for the audience who may not know what a Dutch baby is, do you have to arrive and say, a... you have to give them like thirty minutes. Yeah, it's a long time. wait. The for instant that. I yeah. sit down at the table, Dutch baby. they're bringing. They're like, "What would you like to drink? Uh, I would like a Dutch baby and uh, some water." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is the Dutch baby for the for the great unwashed that may not know? It is a baked pancake, which that's. That's why it takes so long because it takes 30 minutes to bake. So they actually bake the pancake and they serve it with lemon and powdered sugar. So you actually pour lemon all over your pancake and yep. then drizzle it with powdered sugar. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It's yep. so yummy. But yeah, so we ate there. Um, we visited Hackney's because that was another place yeah. we saw on one of the travel channels. It was a uh, it was drivers, dives, and whatever the food channel. Dinner, guys, dives, dives, yeah, yeah, guys, dives, driving and dives. dives yes. Yeah. Where they had gone to Hackney's and had the blue cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And you have to love blue cheese if you want this yeah, burger, it, though, because yeah. it's like blue cheese. Um, it's blue cheese. At which point I, I go, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love, love, you would love, you would love this cheese. burger. It's amazing. <laughs> it was so cheese. good. So, yeah, um, yeah. That was the other thing mm. we had. Oh, and we discovered a great little cupcake place called um, Tiny Dogs mm. in Evanston. Mm-hmm. And yes, because tiny dogs says cupcakes. cupcakes. Exactly. Yes. yes. We at first we're like, is this treats for dogs? <laughs> yeah. Cupcakes for dogs. dogs. Right. Right. Or is this edible to it, humans? Yeah, yes. No, it turns out, no, it was actually for humans. But they have a, a rotating menu, so every week they have a, a different group of cupcakes they make, and they had cupcakes <laughs> like. Um, bless you. Bless you. Excuse me. They had a cupcake like um, it was a coconut tres leches strawberry cupcake. Yeah! Oh, wow! And yeah. then they had that's a like crazy a, flavor combo yeah, too. Like a like, caramel cupcake, and they had a French. You, you had me at tres leches. Tres leches. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but they had all these great little cupcakes. So we got like six, and then cut them into four pieces, and we just had a little piece of each. Oh, nice! Yeah. And there was a pound there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two pounds for the wet sandwich. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did have. I mean, there's a place called the Pita Inn, which is Mediterranean, which is actually as close to healthy as I think we got the entire yeah, trip. Pretty much. <laughs> because it was pretty <laughs> lean meat, and you know, they had nice yeah. saffron rice with it, and all that good stuff. Um, but other than yeah. that, it was you know pizza, of course, because it's Chicago. You have yeah, to have some sort of pizza. pizza. You mean that casserole that they refer to as a pizza? No, we don't. We don't do deep dish. We actually do. Thin crust, but it's covered in such amount of cheese ah. that you can't even really tell there's crust. There's crust somewhere <laughs> underneath it, but it is thin. But it is thin. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we, yeah. You can get the deep dish if you want. That's the st- you know fork and knife version of pizza. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just food everywhere. I mean, every day it felt like we were eating something that was going to knock a year off our life, but it was worth yes. it. Yes. It was so yummy. <laughs> so. Yeah. You're doing it right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those are the rules on vacations, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to, you know, indulge that way. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. We did. Oh, and oh, then good. last we went to a Cuban place. Oh, my God. Yes. Let me tell you about this Cuban place. First of all, we had mojitos, which are really yummy. I love that. And then we went to, um, we decided, they had this thing on the menu. It was uh, honey, jalapeno. honey jalapeno pork chops. Mm. So it was kind of like a spicy teriyaki mm-hmm. on the on the pork chop, and then so both um, my father in law and I decided 
that sounds really good. So we both order it. You're, you were correct, by the way. It, it, I was correct. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they put the they they come in and they place this plate in front of him. And my eyes, like you know, I did one of those little dog cartoons where the eyes pop out like <laughs> from their face. The pork chop is the size of my head. All right, and it's like an inch and a half thick. And there's two of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just looking at this huge... The chef thinks you need to put some meat on your plate. Yeah. <laughs> You're wasting away. Here, have another. Yeah. This is a huge de- dish of, of just pork chops. And we're like, what mutant pigs do you get these things from? <laughs> What's going on in Cuba? Have you seen the stories of the monster hogs yeah. in Georgia? Oh, yeah. Now you know where they go after they take the photo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go down to Havana. They were yeah. so big. But um, I ate like most of one. But and it that was, was that. Oh, and then so my good. mom and stepdad got... You leftover, so we were leaving the next day, Mm -hmm. so we couldn't. Now uh, I'm really hungry. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we didn't eat lunch. Yeah, we didn't eat lunch before this conversation started. So yeah, I mean that's Chicago is is really well known for food. You think for a reason they have everything you can think of is there and done exceptionally well so yeah and, and this is one of the reasons why i shall never ever live in chicago i have enough problems with food that's just mediocre you move me somewhere where food is actually really good and i won't be able to get out of the house after about yeah. a year yeah. yeah well my brother works in a job where he is he works for uh red hat and so mm-hmm. he goes gets sent around the country to do jobs for sure. short term he's also single man who has lived frugally his entire life while working in well-paying Linux right. support jobs. So he's not hurting for cash. And one of his things he likes to do, especially now that my father has retired and has more time in his hand, is just call and say, hey, Dad, I'm going to send you a plane ticket. I'm in Chicago for two weeks. Oh. Come on over. And I'm like, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Can I get some of the food? Just, send it back yeah. with Dad. Yeah. I had that same kind of moment of, Oh, I want Chicago, and I've never been to Chicago. I know it only by reputation, mm-hmm. but loving descriptions, much as what you have just <laughs> yeah. put across, yeah. everyone has seems to have the same level yeah. of affection for it. Yes, I, I'm much more interested in going to Chicago than New York City, actually. Well, yeah. then I'll, I next time that I get sent to Chicago on business, I'll bring something back with me that's food related. Why don't you take him with you? because so, yeah. we have two children. Because we have two two kids <laughs> and a dog and, and, a dog and oh, <laughs> and my um. My work tends to send me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, there is that. And so there's that whole yeah. small detail. What do you do there? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. we got a decent population on the video wall today. Hi, guys. Some craziness. Woo! So, I mean, yeah. we did that and we, we talked. Um, we, we caught a couple movies already yeah. there. We saw Green Lantern. I don't know if you guys talked about it yeah. last week. Or... Io has seen it. I have not. Okay. Uh-huh. And we did talk about it in at least in passing. Yeah, yeah we talked about it a little bit. Um, because uh, Gwen had seen zone. it, sure. Gwenora had seen it as well, and okay. it was in that in that realm of we were talking about the, you know, both the limits and the you could have done some really cool things with yeah. the lantern ring that they opted oh, well. to just not do, right? You know, and and then kind of laughed a little bit about the end where you know, and then he's falling into the sun where these three Green Lanterns show up to save him who. Have obviously been watching and didn't the bother to help. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did tell him they weren't going to help him. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not their jurisdiction. That's always been a Green Lantern thing. Exactly. If you're out of your sector, you can't use the ring. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like uh huh. A cop's going to ignore his sidearm when his life is being threatened. Right. Hmm. 
amount. Yeah. It was, I mean, like I think we talked before the show, to me it was a popcorn movie. It was fun. It was a superhero movie. It didn't mm-hmm. break the genre. You didn't do nope. anything incredibly new with it, but right. it was It was what it was. It was an origin Did you stay to the end of the credits? With Sinestro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we saw yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, apparently that is the new norm for comic book movies. Is. Yeah. At least mid-credit or end of credit, there'll be something. Something. Some teaser or some bit of information yeah. with... Uh, what do you call it? What was the last Marvel one? Thor. Thor. It Thor. was the Cosmic Cube. Right. Right. Um, and of course, you know, Samuel freaking Jackson as Nick Fury. Yeah. yeah. Can't yeah. get enough of that. No, no. He's going to make a good Nick Fury. You think? Yeah. Okay, but speaking of Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Hand me my lightsaber. No, not that, not that one. <laughs> we'll, we'll go there in a minute. But the... Um, go the bleep to sleep. Go the bleep to sleep <laughs> book. <laughs> <laughs> there is se- a, have you guys seen this? No. There is a non-children's oh. Oh, yes. children's yeah. book Go out there. to sleep. Yeah. yeah. It is now available for free on audible.com. Nice. Narrated by Samuel, Samuel L. L. Jackson. Jackson. Reads the book on Audible. <laughs> oh, my God. And he does an amazing job. Oh, it As is only Samuel so L. Freaking funny. Jackson can. So the minute you say Samuel L. Jackson, I'm I'm no, you can't use the bathroom. <laughs> no, no more milk. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yeah, it, that, seek, seek that out. Unbelievably it's actually, it's, funny. It's been posted on the forums, so go. go That's where I saw it. It's yeah. on the forums. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Made That's a funny. Complete and utter win. Yeah, so yeah, we saw that. We saw Bridesmaids. We saw Bridesmaids, which, which was funny. Was really funny. We liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, that's it, right? That was always yeah, we really watched there. Um otherwise it was, you know, family and uh hanging out around city doing stuff. Um you know, miniature golf and things like that. Miniature golf. My, well, we uh, have Aridin. a small child. Ah, Miniature teenager, golf. but really? nonetheless, yeah, a he child. loves a miniature small child, he's fourteen. Yeah. We have 14. a small child. <laughs> So. But he's, he's done so it small every anymore. year. He's so. taller than me now. Yeah. He's still <laughs> kind of terrifying that way. Because I'm looking at my kid like, no, no. They get really big. Yeah. Yeah. Be afraid. Be yeah. very mm-hmm. afraid. So. Well, as commented in the Black Void of the IRC, yes, we do have new show art. And it is oh, it was everywhere. So awesome. <laughs> Majif or Mahif. Yes. One day he will clarify. Maybe. Yes, maybe. I don't think he actually listens to the show. Uh, that's okay. He's into his art. That's okay. He can, he can he... just keep doing what he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> so what I had realized was all of our pieces of art, the album cover from the individual MP3s, the banner on the website, and the on-air badge and the archive badge were all completely different styles. So I asked him to unify that. And as usual, Majeev stepped up and said, I'll take the case. <laughs> and has made some... I don't even think cool. he said, I'll take the case. He just posted something like five minutes later and goes, what about this? Yeah. <laughs> his, his dandruff ideas, you know, off the top yeah. of the head, small and flaky, are like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Yes, please. So, yes, we have new, new, completely awesome uh, yeah. shark jaw winged based uh, life form art. Nice. All nice. over the Casually Hardcore subpage and on it. the MP3 files. And it's it. Uh, thank you, Majeev. You are the man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or possibly the woman, because it is the internet. Oh, that's true. That One is true. never can tell. <laughs> so, uh, Nuj Kildare is sending in his censored version of the book. Wait a second. From the Black Void. Oh, he's in there. Majeev. I listen. Maji. Not Majeev. Majeev. No, Majeev. Majeev. So, G is in, instead of is he. In, so, instead of so he. So, We G. can now say with authority. Majeev. Majeev has Got made it. our art. Okay. <laughs> Thank right. you, Majeev. Yes. 
It feels so warm and fuzzy to be able to say that. Nice and clarity. Know. And not have any doubts. Yeah. Be like Majeef. Majeef is the man. Yes. Yes. Or the woman said. Oh, and, and Barry has, it has not gone unnoticed by our producer that Barry VA's name was included. And it's part of the I know. Part. What's up with that? I don't know. What up with that. I'm not sure how much money has changed hands there. I know. Because at the same time, Gwenora's name is slightly obscured. <laughs> I see. Probably because Gwenora's name is so damn long. Yes, it's so big. So we put his name and not Reginald's name on there? I know. Oh. What's up That's with why that? I'm saying substantial sums of money have changed hands here to eclipse Reginald Tippensworth III, yes. Esquire's exactly. name. Exactly. Well, he does his That's work. That's what he needs to put a beard on the shark jaws. Yeah. Ah, no. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I demand a version. No. An alternate version bad. with a beard. <laughs> because all line art should have a beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that leaps ahead a little to one of the things we'll talk about later, which is the initial art being, uh, photos being released from the, the Hobbit. Right, right. Oh, right. Primarily the various dwarves. Dwarves, yeah. Beard central here. Uh, some of them have beards on top of their heads, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Majif is a... Uh, $150. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you're a cheap date. Damn. <laughs> Go, Barry. Go, Barry. Brad Majif. Brad Majif. <laughs> what? Nice. I just live here. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the art is fabulous. Yes. You're, Thank you, Majif. You are the man. Great. Yeah. Or the woman or the transgender object of our affection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Art arch uh, nemesis. This is regular nemesis. Yes. Yes. It's well, a nemesis. It's a nemesis. Yep. Oh, that's so funny. So, um, what else? That's pretty much all that happened while we were doing this. Yeah. I think, right? Well, conveniently, that takes us directly to our first Perfect. break, where we have this week's episode of Northrend News from the awesome and incredible yeah. Magenta Blade, also known as Amelia over Bay Day. Woo-hoo. This episode is Bar Brawl. You are listening to Casually Ooh. Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Check us out on the web and please go to the Casually Hardcore subpage and take the audience survey. That would be of great assistance to us in bringing you the fun stuff that we try to do. We will be back right after this. If I can find where they've moved the microphone. But I hate you, spatial audio. I hate you. <laughs> this show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore on vtwproductions.com. In this weekend's top headline, yesterday marked the 2007th Bar Brawl at Fizzle and Posick's Speed Barge in Thousand Needles. 
Since the cataclysm rendered most of the region aquatic, various intrepid engineers from both the Horde and Alliance have taken on the task of maintaining a base for adventurers. Unfortunately, the quarters shared by the gnomes and goblins aboard the barge have proved to be a little too close for comfort, and many of yesterday's bar patrons are still smarting from the blows. While some spectators and bar regulars may be celebrating this landmark event, many of the barge's engineers are complaining that the constant infighting between goblins and gnomes is having an adverse effect on their working environment. It's the adventurers who are really to blame, says Chief Undertinker Bogo Bosprit. They come in here, order a drink, and before you know it, there's empty bottles flying all over the place, and the chief engineers have each other in a nose hold over whose rocket is biggest. A delegation of gnomes led by Mr. Bosprit and his second-in-command, Kylie Bubblebolt, is petitioning the Gadgets and Engineering Council to require new safety regulations for all speed barge passengers, but their efforts have thus far come to naught. The boat bar should be about drinking, about darts, about a friendly game of toss the dynamite, Ms. Bubblebolt says. But these days, people are more eager to bonk heads than solve the problems of relative speed dynamics. But the gnomish concerns aren't shared by their goblin counterparts, says Kelvin Goldskimmer, racing coach for the Green Nasties, the region's premier goblin speedboat racing team. I'll say this for a good bar brawl. It does keep our pilots in peak condition. If we want to win this year's golden outboard motor, we need everyone operating on a keen mix of adrenaline and anger. If it takes a few busted noses and broken bottles to keep one length ahead of those pinkers from Norma then we'll do it, whatever it takes. Indeed, water racing has become a far more competitive sport these days than the shimmering flats racing which the region was once known for. And Mr. Goldskimmer isn't the only coach who's been seen trying to fire up his team to a higher degree of performance. Since the speed barge took its maiden voyage, sales of regulated substances like potions of speed, free action potions, Guru's elixir, and swiftness potions among racer pilots have quadrupled, and Horde and Alliance representatives are concerned that a black market has already opened up in the underbelly of the barge to offer would-be daredevils a taste of even greater power. SI7 and the Royal Apothecary Society alike are investigating these claims, but representatives from both organizations declined to make a comment for this interview. But despite its chaotic and sometimes dangerous nature, Fizzle and Pazik both claim that the bar is doing great business among resident engineers and touring adventurers alike. This week, the bar is running a special on Midsummer Murloc Ale, Silithid Stout, and a growing favorite among the locals, the Mirage Raceway Mead. Tickets to watch the new Engineer Mud Wrestling show go on sale tomorrow for five gold pieces each. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. That's great actual physical contact! Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. VTWProductions.com And a reminder, the listener call-in topic of the day is food nerd rage. Now, what food or location do you take people to when you have visitors and you want to impress them or just show off or just share your favorite local food with them? Dax and Grail having limped painfully home from eating their way through the Lower East Side of Chicago... 
Took are, one for the team. Took one for the team. <laughs> and then left one for the team. But anyway, TMI? TMI. Yeah. We'll just move right along from that one. So we have something to look forward to here. We are we're discussing before the show the whole wow burnout thing. Um, you know, we, we, we've done it to death. And universally, the thing that always comes up in conversation is to, okay, what MMO are you looking forward to to replace it? Right. Yes. Yeah. And it's all the old Republic yeah. all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with the interesting announcement that they're retiring Galaxies yeah. December of this year. Right. Um, which may be them tipping their hand as to when they expect Old Republic to ship. It could be an indicator, but it also is an indicator of just how bad Sony is, I think, yeah. in general. <laughs> well, I mean, Sony, yeah. Sony's doing well in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I mean, the, they're, they were kind of the pioneer of the free-to-play with their God, what is their what was their original one um, EverQuest? No, not EverQuest. Um, realms, Free Realms, Free Realms. That's right. Which apparently is, despite being a free to play, is a massive money maker for them, um, and apparently is terribly, terribly popular. I've not really taken the time to explore Free Realms. Me neither. But no. it's kind of held up as the the case study that all the other vendors looked at and said, "Huh, well, if Sony can do that, and we know Sony's." completely capable of screwing things up and if they can pull it off well we can certainly pull that off and we've seen Dungeons and Dragons and Lord of the Rings Online all go to the free to play model and even World of Warcraft now is free to play up to level 20 because mm. you know first one's always free of course right oh. yes whole you know drug addict analogy nah yes. but never anything like an addiction no <laughs> no not at all but people don't have problems with that type of thing no god no so you guys have been uh, lingering lovingly over the available information for oh, yeah. Star Wars The Old Republic <laughs> online. And I've already declared that we shall be Sith. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, Sith. Uh, well, our friend has declared that we yeah. shall be Sith. And you, no, it was joint between oh, me and it? our friend. Oh, yeah, okay. Because we, well, you know, we made the comment that every time we've started an MMO, we've always started and Goody gone. Goody. Yeah, or usually it starts off, everybody kind of goes out and does their own thing and then coalesce to the good side. And it's always, we always end up playing the good side. And so we decided this time, right off the bat, we're just putting our you know flag in the sand and we're saying, gonna be evil, we're damn gonna be it. it's going to be <laughs> evil at the start. That's where the main character is going to be. Yeah, we might have alts that are good, but nonetheless, the evil is the main people. And you were making the yeah. case earlier, because I've been exploring my horde side lately with mm-hmm. AIE over on Earth and Ring and my... Goblin Death Knight. Yeah. And I finally know my way around Urkamar, thank God. I thought Stormwind was confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I digress. Um, that, I mean, with World of Warcraft, each of the sides is the hero of their own story, and you can make the case that either side is good, evil, depending on your the storytelling of the side. And you've made the case that in Old Republic, no, 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 no. The Sith aren't the hero of their own story. They're freaking evil. Yeah, they're, they're pretty evil. I don't. I don't know if you can really justify. I mean, they are bringing order, I guess, to the universe, yes, but it's very it. in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> order. My yeah. order. Exactly. Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the official name of the damn thing. Death yeah, Star. Star. Yep. And Death Star 2.0. I mean, oh. yeah. Number one. Lack of originality. I mean, come on, Palpatine. Can you come up with something like that? Dread Star or uh, the, the Dark Star of Threat? I don't know. Or <laughs> the Dark Star yeah. of Threat. Star Destroyer. Oh, wait. We use that for the smaller things. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> the, the good guys have Corellian And when we vets. make them big, we call them Super Star Destroyers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> super. Super. <laughs> super size me, yes. At least they didn't paint them pink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that was the smaller. They were going to call them Thai Bombers, but instead they called them Fabulous. Oh my god! Oh, that is too funny. What, is yeah. that, what, what does Palpatine do behind closed doors exactly? Hey. What, what is going on under that? He, well, apparently he's not getting facials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone jogged their elbow when they were doing the Botox thing early on. There. Oh, go! No, sir, you look great, <laughs> fabulous, right? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're really looking forward to that. That's yeah. going to be, we've picked, well, I've picked my class, definitely Inquisitor out of way. I think Amelia and um, IRC said that, and you're right. That's exactly the way to go. Bah, yeah. Bounty Hunter. <laughs> I like Bounty Hunters. They look pretty sweet. I want to be one of the, do they let you be one of the droid Bounty Hunters? No, you're <laughs> Damn it. Android Bounty They had them in Empire yeah, Strikes Back. Yeah. He didn't do much. He just sort of stood there. So but... did they all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your point? <laughs> you know. I mean, if you're not Boba. Boba, Boba. freaking fat, yeah. you're, you're window dressing. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not yeah. so good. So, but yeah, it looks interesting. Obviously, I mean, one of the other big components that they're putting in is actual space fighting in it. So there's right. going to be space the combat. From the get-go. Yeah. What a concept. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a Jedi or a Sith at launch, and you can fly spacecraft. Well, the, the beautiful part is they didn't limit themselves like Galaxies did and put it into the timeline of the movies. Oh, They right. said, we're going thousands of years, years in the, the past, past. We can write our when own there story. was Sith and Jedi everywhere. everywhere. And right. it's, you know, it's, it's based on the old Republic games that were on the Xbox and, and computer. Right. Um, but, it, yeah, it gives them so much freedom as to what they can do because it doesn't, they're not limited by what Lucas did in the movies. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. Especially the yes. first three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or episodes one through and three. The less Lucas has to do yeah. with, I mean, because if you look back at what, assassinated galaxies yeah it was george lucas Mm -hmm. who laid down the law with sony online entertainment and said no being a jedi is significant and cannot and will not be easy right and that's where you got the ridiculousness of having to unlock a force sensitive character yeah by playing another character which would then allow you after you leveled basically all of your skills to maximum and then discovered by random chance which ones you were supposed to level to maximum to unlock a character slot, right. which would then let you start over yeah. with a new character who was Force-sensitive that might one day become a Jedi. If you found the right holo cubes and or, all kinds of The holocron of allowed right. you to unlock in your original character, tell you two out of the three skills you needed to yeah. level to maximum, but you still had to figure out the third one. <laughs> And then it was insane. For a while there, the Jedi character, if you let it die, mm-hmm. it was dead forever. Yeah. Oh, no. Because Jedis are supposed to be significant and important, and George Lucas knows nothing about freaking game design. Yeah. Oh, right. my God. You wonder why galaxies failed. George Lucas is why galaxies failed. Yeah, <sighs> yeah it was a, a terrible design decision. So, yeah, yeah in this case... You can, if you want to wield a lightsaber, you have many options. You have at many least options. four, six per Give me the four pike. per side. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. I, will be, I will be wielding the pike. Thank you very the much. Pike. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mean, it looks really solid. They have they're doing things with the flashpoints as one of their big uh, game design innovations. I guess they're what is a flashpoint? Basically, you walk into a situation and it kind of goes into a cutscene, a la a single player role playing game, where okay. you're giving choices of how you deal with the scene, and anybody in your party gets their own. I have the death sentence yeah. on twelve systems. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> they showed one that was on a spaceship, and you basically you go there to arrest this guy who didn't follow their the orders of the empire or whatever the, the Sith the are Republic, called, the, yeah. the Sith. So he goes to him and goes, you know, and you're given the choice of, well, don't ever let that happen again, or that's never going to happen again because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and and, and the if you're role-playing hunt- a real Sith, yeah. you know yeah. the right choice. Yep. And so it gives you dark side points or light side, but it gives you that feel of Bioware games, which is, you know, what they wanted to still incorporate, except it's in an MMO setting. Right. Right. So... It's an interesting. Nice. I, I, I'm interested to see how that actually plays out. You know, can they keep it fresh enough and give you enough of those that the, when you get an option, you're not going, okay, this is the tenth time I've killed this same commander, right. or is it going to keep the story or, moving? Or when it pops up, if you're not like oh, again, yeah, exactly. You know. Hey guys, what are you doing? I'm grinding Jawas. <laughs> that actually be awesome. Uh, I could probably yeah. grind Jawas for about a week. <laughs> uh, grind Jawas. Well, let's see. You got Jawas. You can grind. You got Ewoks. You can grind. Gungans. And and wait, you've got sand people. Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. you can grind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and maybe make them bantha fodder. Ah. <laughs> I got my bantha mount. Yeah. Oh jeez. Someone clean up the poto. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yeah, just line up the Ewoks with the Jawas and the Gungans, and it's the ultimate grind fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. No I think you're going to die. So, <laughs> that's one of my favorite favorite memes from, from uh, the original series, though. The, excuse me, the prequels was Darth Jar Jar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Darth Jar Jar. So, someone who photoshopped up Jar Jar. As Darth Maul and the tagline was, Misa, think you're going to die. That was as close to cool as Jar Jar ever oh, got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, please share with the rest of the class, Daxa. No, I was just going to say, well, you brought that up and then the name that our friends wants to name the guild. Oh, right? yeah. He's already registered it. <laughs> he registered it. Yeah. Okay. And yep. that would be? Planet Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing's as evil like, like Planet, Planet Spaceballs. Spaceballs. <laughs> Apparently, there's already several Spaceball-inspired guild names, guild names out there. Of, you know. Keep firing assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surrounded we by gotta, assholes. We got to get the air from Dridia. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone from suck, suck to blow. blow. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now there's like uh, Spaceball, there was something, uh, Darth Helmets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spaceball's the flamethrower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kids love it. The Kids love it. Oh, oh, Schwartz be with you. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I got my Schwartz twisted, you know. <laughs> Why? Uh, exactly. I see my Schwartz is twisted. Okay, twisted, yeah. twisted Schwartz would be a pretty good guild name. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody register that quick. Yeah, go, go. We are going out live here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it just reminds me that when I was listening to Max Brooks speaking at Phoenix Comic Con, I had no freaking idea that was Mel Brooks' son. Right, right. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay, you kept that concealed really well. Yeah. And then his cutting wit as he tore that woman apart mm-hmm. was okay. Oh, you're yeah. Mel Brooks' son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was great. Oh, you're here to. <laughs> what do you say? You're here to. 
Bust my balls. Bust, Bust my, my balls. balls. Thank you. Right. Sorry, I was swallowing brain, a drink. My when brain you. kept going, <laughs> grind my ass. Like, no, it was definitely not that. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Exactly. <laughs> I didn't say it. Like, that cannot be right. Why? That's nothing that ass? anyone has ever said ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Breathe. Boy. Backs up. Breathe. See, this is what happens when you go away for two weeks. Oh. This is what you were missing. Consider that next time you leave me, you heartless uh, wench. But I'm yeah, not bitter. Yeah, you, you only left him, you know, with his wife. I know. <laughs> Go with me Who's here. A, who apparently has no sense of humor at all. Comedic value, honey. I love you. You're pretty. <laughs> We've been told multiple times that doesn't work now. Remember last oh, week yes. where Gwen was That's saying true. that doesn't work? I love you. You're pretty. <laughs> No? Wabbits. Uh, Wabbits. Uh, <laughs> I saw some Elmer Fuddism. Mm. Oh. Elmer Fudd disease, yes. 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 Terrible affliction. Oh, so I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to do, you know, crafting or... Yeah, they have a whole write-up oh, on the site, Oh, everyone has to dance, yeah. remember? Yeah. Oh. So you actually have, like, because you have your own spaceship, you right. have a crew that you can actually get them to do your crafting skills for. You can, like, train them. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Get me the herbs. <laughs> Crack me a new two-headed yeah. lightsaber. I haven't read too much. They just, you know, it has a ton of information on it there, and it seems right. to be involved with your crew is how you get to oh, their crafting done. Oh, nice. But I know some of the Q&As with the developers have said that crafting is going to be one of those things where if you really put the time into it, you can get items that are going to be as good as... I don't know if there's going to be dungeons, but right. whatever that equivalent is in Star Wars. Right. So. Which, you know, Daxa is going to do yeah, the crafting of to be as good. That's fine. <laughs> well, he needs to make I me guns. I love the crafting. <laughs> you See, know what's funny, though, is if you're Sith and you've got a crew and they, they screw up the crafting, yeah. do you kill the crew? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like your lack of faith disturbs yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your lack of skill ups disturbs. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this lightsaber was supposed to be red, not blue. Yeah. You need how many crystals? What do you no. think I am? A Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Too like funny. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Feet wrapped in leathery <laughs> bacon. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I love you too. <laughs> Oh, Seth Green, we oh, love God. you so much. Oh, God, he's crying. Oh, God, he's crying. Oh, man. Oh. Paduana or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Padme, Panda Bear, Panda whatever. Bear. Panda Express. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah, we've gone way off the Yeah, okay, so. Oh, no, really? There's still Star yeah, Wars still Star related. Wars. <laughs> How many plays on it can we have? Star Wars. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Hmm. What are all of the classes that they've put out there <laughs> okay. at this point? So you have on the Republic side, you have a trooper, which is okay. their you know, standard big guy in armor, who at first when I, re- when I heard it, I was like, okay, big guy in armor, he has a big gun. That doesn't sound that interesting. Then they put the video out that yeah. showed what the advanced class is like, and you're like, oh, my oh. God, the Republic commandos, basically, <laughs> yeah. is what, what you become. Well, so they got with a freaking chain gun. Oh, it's like the heavy. Well, that, and then, too. like, some Sith person appears, like a Jedi or, or you know, a Sith uh, person with lightsabers, and he just walks over and takes out a knife and just 
you know, wow. <laughs> just guts him. That's that. <laughs> so you're like, okay, troopers are pretty cool. <laughs> then they have smugglers, which is your Han Solo type right. classes, and that branches off into a couple different hey, uh, looks. it's me. Uh, mm-hmm. Jedi Knight, of course, which uh, is kind of going to be your tank or a DPS class from the looks of it. And then a Jedi Counselor, which is their healer, uh, healer and Support special class. stuff or full offense uh Mage. Mage, mage type uh, right. class. Glass um, cannon. And then on the Force Lightning, Force Lightning, Force Lightning. <laughs> the Sith side you have bounty hunters, mm-hmm. uh, which have a defensive version or a real gadget one or a full out offense version. Uh Sith Warrior, which is the equivalent to the Jedi Knight, uh, Imperial Agent, which can do <laughs> a sniper version. I forget what the other branching class of that is and then a Sith Inquisitor which can become either badass with lightning or an, an assassin, assassin which, which is, is like stealthy and focused on the lights the Inquisition so, yeah. what a show yes. so yeah nice. four classes four base classes on each side, side that branch out into two different ones uh, each of them branch out so we'll have 16 yeah essential total combination characters at this point right now is the way it's, it's set up okay so yeah decent amount Nuj wants to know if there's a nerf herder class. <laughs> or will nerf herding be a profession? Well, it could to, be a profession, to, maybe. You have to put points into stuck up, then that leads to half-witted, and then, then three points into scruffy looking, and then that opens up nerf herder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, Jeez. scruffy looking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Scruffy looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like did you that's ever, not scruffy it's manly you know, stay, staying on our, our Star Wars tangents did you ever see the family guys Star Wars Earth. that they did not really they something, had, something dark side something yeah they did like she calls him because of course he's the, the, the dad is playing Han Solo, uh, Han Solo right. and the dog is Chewbacca and she goes something like god you guys are just acting like a bunch of nerf herders he goes hey hey you don't get to use that that's not you don't get to say those words we say those words <laughs> I was like oh man <laughs> <laughs> well okay so it sounds like there's a reasonable spread of, of classes yeah. that yeah. you can play and well the classes it's, it's also like the skill trees you're, you're specking in right. different yes. subclass that changes right. your actual class right and once you're right. in that class then you of course still have the tree so you can make your right. unique version of that as, as yeah, much as you can until somebody comes out and says this is the way you should spec and then, and then, then, then that's, that's that. where everyone will be at. <laughs> actually exactly. where I've been living in the in the wow world lately is relearning how to play the, the new and improved death knight that's changed significantly since the last time oh yeah totally and I've never I never really played DPS before. I've always just went straight tank. Mm-hmm. And these days that's all blood. Right. And I decided no, I want to I want to play a pet class again. So I'm doing oh, all unholy. unholy. Yeah. And damn, was I playing that thing wrong? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shouldn't be dual wielding. Okay, check. Right. <laughs> right. That's right out. That's <laughs> should, right. should probably have capped out my hit a long time ago. Okay, check. Yeah, that's usually important if Points you're DPSing. Strength. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that and just you know, just now getting past um, eighty-five and getting into the level three forty-six gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and replacing. Still wearing some quest greens at this sure, point, so sure. it's not just just gearing it up. But it's a whole. Learning the uh, going out and reading all the different opinions on right. here's how you should spec and here's how you should rotate and and deciding which one fits my playstyle yeah. best, and you know I've decidedly chosen on one of the non-optimal rotations that you know the elitist jerks. 
trademark, say yeah. you should be um, for one that just suits the way I, I like yeah. to approach the class. And I'm, I'm still, you know, breaking 12,000 DPS. Yeah. So it's still, yeah. I'm, no one's leering at me in pugs anymore. You suck. I had, and of course, I had the experience in my second heroic after yeah. breaking the gear barrier into to heroics. To get into them, yeah. Getting kicked from, for no other reason than having low DPS. Right, right. It's like... The group was working fine. We were succeeding. Nobody died, and they kicked me anyway without a word. Yeah, of course. It's like I passed the the cap to get into Heroes at all two hours ago. Yeah. What exactly the hell did you expect from me? Ay, elitist fools. They expect yeah. raid quality gear. <laughs> and you putting out... Well, yeah. then there's the joys of getting into a random with people who are wearing their Firelands gear, mm-hmm. and they're putting out 22,000 DPS. Yeah. And you're like... Oh, autopilot. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yikes. Free gear, free points. Thank you very much. Moving right along. Um, and actually, you were talking about crafting earlier, and I'm facing that same land of, okay, this is a character who I never leveled the professions on. No. Oh. And That's just, always rough to go back to. Yeah. He's herbalism yeah. and inscription, and I'm just like, oh. uh, I don't want to go back to... It's so hard to go back. It's easier to do as you're gather herbs yeah. in... Barons. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I usually, by the time I have to do that, I've made so much money with other characters that mm-hmm. I just dish money over to them and just buy all the herbs well, and buy all the other junk. But to me, each each class has its best in slot thing. Like right. the enchanter was the ring enchants. Um, what do uh, what do inscribers get for their special yeah. soldier enchants? Okay. See, and I really don't want to level up with uh, Therazine, so that would have been wonderful to have. Yeah. But I'm also not willing to level up my inscription, so I guess I'll be, I guess I'll be running, <laughs> running uh, deep home quests here if I want to continue yep. that character. But I digress. Oh, man. Um, oh, for the Black Void Tally, I was, I was at 9,000 DPS, and that apparently was not acceptable to them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm, now I'm you know, when buffed up and pushing 11, 12 pretty regularly and getting my act together. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, eh, whatever. I was queued up and immediately got into another group that was on the end boss of an instance. Like, score! Three points. Nice. There you go. That's always awesome, nice. yeah. And that, actually, I'm, I'm curious, you know, as one of the things I've gotten very spoiled with on WoW is the extremely mature looking for group system, instancing system, mm-hmm. um... I'm not sure they haven't shipped the the bit where you can do pre-mades cross uh, instant cross servers, but any anything that ships, I mean, I, I just can't envision them being that deluxe, where across whatever their version of servers or shards on Old Republic, there, I'll be I will be very impressed if they have that complex yeah. and complete a looking for group. Mm-hmm. Instancing system. I'm also curious to see what their instance type thing is. Yeah. 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 They have announced their. They showed at E3 a raid, and it was an outdoor looking raid. But I don't know if it was instanced or not. I think some of the missions or quests or whatever you end up going on will be instanced for your party or for yourself. But we'll see. I don't know. Haven't gotten into the beta, so can't tell you. I know. Too I know. Right. If you were in the beta, yeah. you couldn't talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, I was watching Control Alt Delete comic recently, and it's the husband wife team, and the wife's there going, ee! and I was like, huh? Nerd squee in the high C range, uh, glittering eyes, uh, barely controlled. Oh my god, you got in the old Republic beta! Yeah, <laughs> I can has Jedi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Well, the good news is, I mean, we should hopefully see it next month at PAX. Yeah. Oh, that's, it was there last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's playable. Yeah. Next month? Oh, it's August. Yeah. Yes, next month is August. August. Yeah. 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 Now would be a good time to mention the shameless commerce division of the Casually Hardcore website, where you can donate to our cause of going to things like the <laughs> Go to vtwproductions.com on the right hand, or go to Casually Hardcore show page on the right hand side is the shameless commerce division, where you can either send us subscription donations, one-time donations, or you can do things like searchamazon.com, both US and UK. And when you purchase things that you started through our search engine, we get a little bit of kickback from that. We use that money to go do things like Penny Arcade Expo and finding scholar scholarships. No, sponsorships yeah. for that kind of thing is becoming increasingly hard as the economy in- continues to languish. Yes, I know. Uh, right? Yes. So anything you mucho can, languish. Anything you can donate towards that cause uh, is greatly appreciated and sadly greatly needed at this point. Uh, we hope to send a team. At the very least, I want to send Io because I got to go last year and she didn't, so it's her turn to go to Penny Arcade Expo this year mm-hmm. and bring you lots and lots of fun info and interviews from the land of the great Seattle. Yes. Me love me some Seattle. I know. Mm. Seattle was great. Well, I love PAX. Yeah. Totally fun. Yeah. So end of yes. August this year, we hope to uh, be bringing you more joy from Penny Arcade Expo Prime. Right. Yes. <sighs> from the Emerald City. Oh, yeah. I have to. I've started looking around in the forums. I haven't seen a new pub crawl yet, but I'm sure there'll be one up <laughs> soon. And check that out. Don't do it, honey. It's a trap. <laughs> do it. Duh. You want to do it. Right. I, I'm sure I'll do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> not actually. She's not as big of a wuss as you are. <laughs> oh, I see. You missed me, right? I, I, was, I didn't say that. I, that was amazing me how short that, that was. <laughs> I have spoken, but I digress. <laughs> that brings us up conveniently to Yay. our very next break. We have some music queued up from you, and actually the music for the next two breaks will be from Marion Call, who hopefully will be joining us on Alpha Geek Interviews in early August once she returns from many, many travels around the United States and gets back to her home base in Alaska. Yes, how many Alaska-based artists do you know? This is the Geek Anthem, also known as I'll Still Be a Geek When Nobody Thinks It's Chic. We are coming to you live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We will be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality or their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. All the cool kids keep enthusiasm rationed. Right down to the last explosive ounce But I'd rather indulge my many passions 
Even if my squaritude's a little too pronounced, perhaps I do not strike you as a geek. Without the horn-rimmed glasses and knee-high argyle socks, but nerdery is more than wardrobe deep. And I'm a nerd down in my heart, and that's where nerdhood rocks. I'm better acquainted than a good girl ought to be with Aragorn and Yosef Bridge and Worf and Hal and Han. But you don't really know me, and my culture don't control me. So don't you pigeonhole me, 'cause my face is set to stun. Oh, I have been a nerd since long before I could have heard that bookish girl should look and act a certain way. And I'll still be a geek when I am utterly antique, because I do not care what normal people say. Superpowers draining fun from parties, but if I am a misfit, then I'm in good company with Auden, Austin, Hawking, Galileo, and Van Gogh, and countless other weirdos whom you really ought to know. So stow your expectations. No, I won't fix your PC, and I don't mind being underrated or ignored. Too interesting to entertain, aren't we? And I won't ever play it cool, so I won't ever once be bored. Oh, I have been a nerd since long before anyone heard that Devon Spawny was the latest fashion trend. And I'll still be a geek after nobody thinks it's chic because I don't require approval. In art for Dequan's dance groups swept the country, and suddenly old moon boots were Italian haute couture. Time magazine reported that our time had finally come. I guess they didn't know that we already. I am Gunora. I am Iolite. I am Daxa. I am Grail. And I am versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. Casually hardcore Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. GMT. 
only on vtwproductions.com. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We move on into our research team-fueled segment. Now, just a reminder, for our final segment, we'll be doing the listener call-in topic of the week, which is what is the regional food of choice that you bring people to when they come to visit you, or what is the place you like to show off when people are coming to see you and your inner fur... fur Wow. Inner fur 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 hands. <laughs> Not touching that one. <laughs> when your inner food nerd rises to the surface and you want to take someone out for a good time. Now this week's research thread is entitled Michael Bay reveals he is an Autobot Pretender edition. That titled by Fangs. Mm-hmm. And contributors this week include the aforementioned Fangs. Oh, look, me. Uh, Id, excuse me, I did it wrong. Aid. Aid. And the one and only Boba Fetish. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. I just like saying it. Boba Boba Fetish. Fetish. Say it with me. Boba Fetish. All right. We have some rather interesting ones in here. Uh, (laughs) Who wants to begin? You guys can go. Okay. I I have to go for the one that says... Is there an arrow in my face? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this from the dailymail.co.uk. Uh, Is there an arrow in my face? Boy 17, lucky to be alive after crossbow fires bolt into his face in freak accident. Okay. What else would you call that? <laughs> Commonplace accident? Yeah. Normal accident? Uh, hunting accident? Attempted murder? Um. Damn. Yeah, a, a, and he just, there's a picture of him laying in the hospital bed looking at the camera like, what up? With the, the bi- crossbow bolt protruding just below his eye <laughs> from his head. I know. I mean. What I, else you got to do? Bolt stuck in your head. That's. Uh, scream. A, ah! a teenage boy is lucky to be alive after accidentally being shot in the face with an eight inch crossbow bolt. Lewis. Tavernier, 17, had taken his crossbow to a friend's house in Stevenage, Hertfordshire, and put the safety catch on before carefully placing it on a nearby desk. But as the pair chatted, the weapon suddenly and inexplicably discharged and fired into the teenager's face from less than three feet away, leaving it buried three inches deep into his right cheek. Now, we only have the story of two teenagers to rely upon yeah. for the, I put the safety on and carefully I placed it on, on the, the desk. desk. Sure <laughs> you did. There wasn't an Apple or stories of William Tell involved at all yeah, here. I put the safety on and placed it on the desk after I shot my friend in the face with a crossbow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. That's all I have to say. To that story there. Mm-hmm. Ow. Ouch. Ow, that and ow. ow. Yeah. Yeah. That and the, the wonders of morphine, which is what that boy must be on. Mm-hmm. You're looking at Cash yeah, with a crossbow bolt in his freaking cheek. <sighs> a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Probably. Hey, opiates, yay. <laughs> so um, my, my favorite one so far that I like, want to talk about. Hit it. 
is um, the 3D chocolate printer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just looks really fun. So, you know, because we've been playing with 3D technology. We've got a 3D printer, 3D scanner at the, um, mm-hmm. at the school. And we do, we're doing a lot of things with the 3D printer. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, printing 3D chocolate yeah. sculptures. It just sounds like so much fun. You know, you could actually, like, think about, you know, we printed the... Uh, uh, from figure prints, we printed right. our, our WoW characters. Yeah, wow. Right. We could print them in chocolate and send them to <laughs> for Easter. <laughs> Brilliant. I eat Iolite's like, head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you know, as we move over on, as we move over into, into Knights of the Old Republic, then maybe, yeah, we go ahead and <laughs> eat them. Uh, it's pretty funny. So 3D printing and delivery. You'll be able to upload your chocolate designs. Um, so they're hoping to build an online retail business out of it. So you upload the design and they print and deliver them to you. So which is pretty cool. Which instead of spewing ink or plastic or whatever, it just spews it's chocolate. chocolate. And yep. just shoots the layers chocolate it out. out. Yeah. yeah. Just shoots like them out in layer. Exactly the same way that the resin that, printers yeah. work. Yeah. That's awesome. And so... Yes, it's very, very cool. It's very tasty, at least. Mm. But uh, well, we hope so. I mean, <laughs> you're, never, you're never 100 sure of chocolate these days. You know, they've been uh, yeah. injecting more air into yeah. chocolate, and they've been so you got to what's what's the quality of your chocolate? <laughs> and can I get dark chocolate? How much yeah. chocolate is or milk chocolate in your or chocolate? Yeah. yeah, you know those sorts of things. So my, it could taste like crap. You just never know. <laughs> so. It looks great. It looks Don't great though. It. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> From the uh, Check Your Password Security Department, we have Fox News hacker tweets, Obama is dead. Oh, yeah. Hackers have taken over a Twitter account belonging to a U.S. broadcaster, Fox News, and declared President Obama dead. This is from BBC <laughs> News. The at Fox News politics feed stated, breaking news, Barack Obama assassinated. Two gunshot wounds have proved too much. More than two hours after the malicious postings appeared, they had still not been removed. <laughs> A group or individual calling themselves the Script Kitties. Clever. Yeah. Appeared to claim responsibilities. Fox News says it was investigating the posts, and I'm sure that their investigation will be fair and balanced. <laughs> and we better leave them up until we're exactly. sure. What, sure. Is Obama really dead? Mm-hmm. We need to figure that out first. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Script Kitties account was quickly suspended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Nice. Yep. So, yeah. Check those passwords, yeah, people. Yeah, no kidding. Seriously. Be uh, afraid. Be very afraid. I have uh, one here, which uh, it cracks me up that this is actually newsworthy, is the fact that sci-fi actually has a decent lineup on a night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is a big deal. There's actually multiple shows in a row worth watching on sci-fi, apparently. <laughs> That is big freaking news. That is huge news. They had to they had to take all their shows from the rest of the week and group them on one night. Yeah, where you can have one night on Seafy that is not yeah. vomit worthy. Yeah, where you don't just go. Okay, I've watched my one show. I'm done. I got to get out of here before you know Swamp Monster versus Alien Girl comes on. Um, <laughs> the one the I other- got twenty bucks. Uh, it was it was the giant super volcano eruption. super mega eruption, eruption. Super mega eruption. eruption. Yes. Oh, it was super eruption. Okay. It was super because I went porn completely. <laughs> 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 we thought we thought we could have way too much yeah. fun with this title, and we're you know super eruption. I and I have this have this standard thing whenever one of these things one of these ads for these ridiculously low budget uh, oh. Sifi shows comes on. 
And one just looks at the other and says, I got 20 bucks. You got 20 bucks. Let's make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Just, uh, and it was super eruption. Yep. Oh, man. My yeah. favorite part of this story actually was from the comments section, actually, where the uh, commenter, very first one, was uh, Solips, said, you know, I used to like Sifi, but when I, uh, but in, it wasn't until Game of Thrones that I realized how much a good budget plays a role in quality television. Yeah. Now when I watch Sifi shows, I see camp. In a good way, sure, but in my heart, I'm still holding out for the next Firefly. It will never, ever come, but I will hold out for it all the same. And then the later on in the comments was another uh, good observation. The They were observing that Game of Thrones is what happens when they take a genre show yeah. and don't treat it like a genre yeah, it's, show. It's right. an actual mixed comment. They take it seriously. <laughs> right. 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 And that makes all the difference in the world. Oh, it makes yeah. a huge difference. For sure. I love Game of Thrones. Yeah, it, I mean, their, was... their, line, their powerhouse lineup is Eureka, Warehouse 13, and then their new show, uh, Alphas, which is basically X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but nonetheless, I mean, Eureka is a great show. I think yeah, they've done awesome. good stuff with it. But it has always kept a foot in the camp Absolutely. Uh, and and with, with intent of keeping their foot there and then mm-hmm. a foot in actual solid, serious storytelling. And so mm-hmm. and they've walked that line, I thought, pretty effectively for a number of seasons now. Yeah, and really I, I like the fact that they did something that a lot of sci-fi genre shows aren't willing to do, which is to have a time travel show that altered the timeline. Mm-hmm. And, and, and stuck with way. it. Yeah, and just lived with it. Didn't, they've, they've done, they've, and they've had the characters attempt to reset it and yeah. fail, and they're, mm-hmm. just, they're stuck with the changes and the consequences of their actions. Right. Right on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They, and then that's the serious start. And then you, you have the weekly what genius has now made a completely horrible yeah. mistake and now is going to threaten you to kill us all. You have the giant ro- you know, spider robot that right. has, now has strong maternal instincts. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> With the little baby robot. Uh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... but. I like the fact because it knows what it is and it, it embraces that. So it doesn't try to be – it's not a campy show that's trying to be serious. It it, it walks that line really well. Yeah. And Warehouse 13, the bits I've caught of it, has been pretty decent as well. So. It's gone through a couple of transformations, but it, it and you know, it's definitely you – know, by its very design, mm-hmm. started its life as a monster of the week sure. show in the form right. of the artifact of the week. Right, of right. course. Yes. Much um, like the old Friday the 13th. It's, yeah. it's, it borrows yeah. very heavily from, from the Friday the 13th yeah. series. Yeah. Um, and it, it took a while for the characters to grow on me. The male lead in particular really, really chafed me. <laughs> and the female lead has the whole Julia Roberts <laughs> thing going on, but... <laughs> the laugh? No, the whole, she looks like a horse. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like the laugh? No. What? Yeah. <laughs> but, trigger, trigger, yeah. Um, <laughs> but they, oh, they've grown geez. on me. And really the... the uh, can't remember the actor's name, but the proprietor of the warehouse. Oh yeah, yeah. He carries he carried right. it for me to a large extent, mm-hmm. um, right. and they've they've given him progressively more involvement in the weekly shows. And mm-hmm. to me, that's been nothing but a good thing. But then they also very quickly got to doing larger story arcs, yeah. which to me that that hooks me in every time. Yeah, when you... every time I see a writer willing to risk it, yeah, and say okay, and even even the whole H H G Wells thing, I was like, mm, mm-hmm. not. 
Khan's dubious. I'm not sure what's going on. Khan's <laughs> dubious. Wow. What? You played EQ. I know. I know. It's just yeah, you don't hear that reference I too know. often. <laughs> Who am I talking to? So I, well, her license plate is Khan's red. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but the again, the actress they got to play that role has, to a large extent, salvaged it for me. She, yeah. she plays it really well because it's not... Just a mustache twirling. <laughs> right. It's a highly motivated, okay, mm-hmm. I'm doing these things for a reason. She, she's basically a Sith. You know? I'm, yeah. I'm doing these things because I think it's for the greater good. Damn it. And right. if you get in my way, so God help you. Yeah. Um, so I actually like Warehouse 13 a little bit more than Eureka just because I didn't watch Eureka from the beginning or I watched it and didn't get into it and it's... It, have gotten back into it. Right. Warehouse 13 is more sort of, okay, let's... Let's go with this. Go with it, because <laughs> yeah. it's freaking all they've got to offer me here, and it's one of the few things that actually has me occasionally tuning back over to Seafy anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, aside from Eureka, the bit I've caught of there, and the Being Human, I really enjoyed that show. See, and I watched the BBC Being Human, and I, I see no reason to watch it again yeah. in the U.S. incarnation. Oh, there you go. Now, you already saw it. right now, we've got going on the glory that is the star's incarnation of Torchwood. Oh, okay. Which uh, began yesterday, I want to say. Oh, really? Yesterday, the 9th or the 10th? Uh, today is the 11th, isn't no, it? Today's the 10th. Oh, so it 10th, was on Friday yeah, that it began. Yeah. And I'm waiting to, I'm letting some of those accumulate. Mm. All indications are that it's, it's absolutely as dark and brooding as evil as Children of Earth was. And definitely, you know, grown up storytelling cool. goodness with, you know, with an American twist, but not so American that you lose the. Uh, Fun Welsh underpinnings. We'll see. Okay. Um, mm. I was re- reading the critical reviews, and you, you definitely tell the, the line between the critics that were watching Torchwood for the very first time, yeah, and the critics that had followed it from its inception. It's like ah, the ones who were just trying to jump into it in the middle didn't like it, right? And the people who knew the backstory and were watching it as a continuation of an ongoing story loved it, right? It's like okay, that's. Now, that's, that's the danger, you know, that's the line they walk here, where they're bringing it to an American audience in an American venue in the form of stars, is the, the, the onus is on them. Well, you are trying to capture a new audience, so you maybe should adjust your storytelling right. to say, here's a little background as to how the hell we got here, and they may have dropped the ball on that one. For mm-hmm. me, I watched it from the beginning, and I am I don't care what they Happy. Think. Yes. Hmm. So I'm looking forward to okay. getting caught up. It's going to be a 10-episode miniseries, and... <laughs> Particularly interesting seeing Bill Pullman, who apparently plays um, evil pedophile rapist sentenced to die and is the first person to not die because of Miracle Day. Oh, wow. And uh, be- because of that becomes this weird cult leader follower type thing. Hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, and, and apparently is just one of those like Hannibal Lecter style Bad guys, you just oh. love to watch. Oh yeah. wow! Because okay. they're so they just chew up the scenery, and it's not something I've ever pictured Bill Pullman in. I think Bill Pullman, I think Spaceballs, exactly. Yeah. Right. Independence Day, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this is a new new territory for him, and apparently he just owns it. And really good. So I'm not yeah. seeing that. Well, when you see people who are are good actors go and play something bad yeah. like really bad like john lithgow oh hell yeah mm-hmm. when he does like and i'm not talking um bucker bonsai i'm talking no he I'm, did I'm, the I'm trinity talking... killer in dexter yes holy crap was he evil I, yeah now i i have a, a well-documented love of john lithgow I, 
Because I, yeah. I, I'm yeah. sure, let's, sir. Let's just, let's, just take this, let's just take this carefully now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Every role I've ever seen John Lithgow in, he's been utterly convincing in that role. Mm. And to me, that's just that's the perfect actor where you, you forget the actor and you are watching the character. And for you know, a guy who's known for things like Third Rock from the right. Sun... Mm-hmm. Um, he really, un- underneath that, he's, in my opinion, a really fantastically good actor. Um, and see, and it didn't surprise me at all when he just nailed it with the Trinity Killer because, well, it's John freaking Lithgow. Okay, someone tried to log in and kicked me out of IRC. Oh, I didn't. really? It wasn't me. <laughs> I've been disconnected too. Damn I, I you got disconnected all! as well. <laughs> well, you know what that means? That means that the whole internet is down, but it's not because we're still streaming. So, I'm not Weird. sure what's going on there. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> that's too many oh. clones from your host. No, that's why the twenty four seven server is here again. Oh yeah. Ah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Because the ISP has been out at my office oh. for nine freaking days. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But that I'm sucks. not bitter. <laughs> See, I want to bring it home again because my internet service provider, FastQ Communications, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and if there were any other choices that would do multi-link PPP, we would probably be taking them at this point because nine-day outage, guys? That's terrible. That's really? horrible, yeah. And you yeah. think that's okay, yeah. Oh, so I have an interesting one. Okay. Um, but I think Doxo is up. Now you're passing? Okay. Um, I, I just I don't want to take Waving my turn. Waving it off. Waving it off. <laughs> I don't want to be you're mean good. and like hog things. Um, I actually thought the first synthetic organ transplant was interesting. Mm. Well, um, I saw this guy was at TED this year. And mm-hmm. they, they printed a kidney. We were talking 3D printers earlier, and this is that same technology, so go with that one. So what they've done is they're using 3D printer technology. They get the 3D scans. They're creating them from MRIs. They're creating them from all of their imaging, and they're getting the scans in, and then they print out, and it's a, it's a, a spongy, a polymer material. And what you do then is you inject the material and coat it and soak it with stem cells from the patient's bone marrow. And the material is designed as kind of an incubator, and the material, the stem cells grow into it, Mm -hmm. and it becomes a living structure. So what they did was they printed a trachea, um, and this they did that process, and then they've done the transplant. um, So the structure was becoming a living structure. Um, It's been a month since the surgery. The patient's body has accepted the synthetic organ, and he should be released soon. Um, so the doctors are hoping it can lead to more artificial organs and future transplants. This wasn't, it wasn't cloning. It's not cloning. No. Um, because they're working off of the stem cells. They're creating an organ that will not be rejected because it's made from From a person. Right. And it was really interesting because actually reading the, the comments down below and people going back and forth on it was really interesting because they were basically saying, well, isn't a trachea just a tube? You know, what is it doing? And it's not. It's actually a relatively complex piece yeah. where it's got cilia and it, some of the cells in there produce mucus. Some of the, um, the types of cells that are in there have the cilia that help keep things from going down your throat. Mm-hmm. Um, There's another comment in there that's saying that this really isn't the first stem cell organ transplant because they've been um, airbrushing 
stem cells onto burn victims for a mm-hmm. while now, and the skin is the largest organ in your body. Right. And with great results. I mean, great, there, there great were, success. There were some things you think they're lying because they show you the burn victim, and then they show you the burn victim four hours later. Right. And they right. have new skin. Right. Right. And they've gone from a horrific burn to fresh pink skin in four in hours. hours. Yeah. It's like, I've seen that. That was... Oh hell yeah! Very neat. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. How much area can you cover? Though I know how many stem cells can you harvest is the the only limitation. Right. So it's really it was a really really interesting article, and I was looking at it saying that is phenomenal. And so the idea is, can you produce? You know, now I want to know how do you direct the stem cells into becoming the right type of cell that you need. So how did they tell the stem cells to be trachea cells? I don't know if that happens after they Versus transplant how it. do you tell the stem cells to become liver cells? Right. Because the thing yeah. about stem cells is they can become, they can become whatever, they whatever they need, they need yeah. to right. be, That's but how do you tell it. them that? Well, I'm guessing through the I mean, if they've mapped out the genome fully, I'm sure there's markers in the... Or they just take some... Trachea cells from the person and just go. I don't know how that I works. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. it adapts Make to the cells soup. around them or if they just have yeah. to put markers on the stem cells to say this is kind of this a is what you're going to be. You're going yeah, this way. It's mm-hmm. templating. Yeah. Are they templating yeah, exactly. the stem cell? Yeah. I don't know how that works. It's an I, to me, it's an interesting question. It's like oh, this. Okay, yeah. so I can see what you've done here. I understand that piece, but how did you tell it to become a trachea cell? Exactly. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. So here's one of my favorites from this week from the sure. Who Knew Files. U.S. <laughs> music sales rise as it becomes easier to buy than to torrent. Whoever <laughs> would have thought. thought. Other than Steve Jobs. Yeah. And <laughs> any number of us have been screaming at yeah. the industry for, I don't know, decades. Yep. yep. This from ABC News and Entertainment. U.S. music album sales grew in the first six months of the year from a year ago. The first gain since 2004, thanks to rising sales of digital tracks and albums. Yep. Tracking from the Nielsen sound scan, there's freaking Nielsen again, said Wednesday that overall album sales rose nearly 4% to 221.5 million units, up from 213.6 million a year ago. Figures include compact discs and digital albums. Nielsen also counts 10 tracks sold individually as one album. Go figure. You make it available to us and easy for us to move it from device to device. And we'll buy it. And we give you money. What do you know? Go forth and figure. And that's why Uncle Steve is so far ahead of the game with this whole iCloud idea where you just have your stuff live in one place and then all your devices play it exactly the same way no matter where you are. Gee, that sounds like a winner to me. This freaks me out that it'll, you know my all of my stuff that I, quote, own, end quote, will be under the control of a data center owned by you know the great Apple empire. I'd much rather do it myself, but it's I'll, I'll trade that for the fact that they will give me store, unlimited storage and bandwidth of the gods uh, for essentially no out-of-pocket expense. Hmm. I can be bought, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're just haggling on price, right? Old joke <laughs> is old. <laughs> yes, yes old is. joke is very old. Sorry. Would you sleep with me for $5? Of course not. No, you shouldn't the other way around. Would you sleep with me for $5 million? Okay. Would you sleep with me for $5? What kind of a woman do you think I am? Well, we've already established that. We're just haggling over the price. price. Yep. 
But I digress. And, Grail, you got anything, or are we... I think we're done. Uh, I've got Ready? one more. I've got about right. five minutes to kill here, and this is one that's oh. near and dear to my nerd heart. Our friend Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. On his Facebook page, has released his second production diary from The Hobbit, there and back again, the first of the two Hobbit movies. Uh huh. And you can see lots of shots of the actors in full dwarf regalia, uh, sized appropriately. And yeah, looking uh, pretty spiffy. Pretty damn spiffy. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about the whole tiara triangular uh, yeah, hairdo on no. the one guy, yeah. on Dory there. It looks a little elven. Yeah, I don't know the whole dwarf punk rock thing. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's rebelling. He's in his early two hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But yeah, early two hundreds. Uh, there we go. They yeah. live a long time. But there's yeah. If you go to Facebook and search for Peter Jackson's page, they've mm-hmm. got another. And I hadn't realized that Andy Circus, who had done the uh, motion capture and voice acting for Smeagol, is now co-directing. He's he's the second, oh. he's the second unit director. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's and they cool. do a sit-down with him and Peter Jackson talking about their first 54 days of shooting, first unit and second unit. And it's amazing how much pe- Andy Serkis looks like Peter Jackson. Right <laughs> no, really? All, his hair is all wild and his oh, beard wow. is all scruffy because apparently it just, that's what directing one of these movies does to you. Jeez. <laughs> Because you look at Peter Jackson between movies, and yeah. he loses weight. Looks and good. His hair is yeah. combed, his beard is trimmed or shaved. During production, ah! yeah. <laughs> no time for grooming. No time for grooming. There is only movie. Yeah. But if it gets us movies of the quality of the original Lord of the Rings series, I say take those years off your life. Mm-hmm. And we will take yeah. the movies. Exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> Too much information? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all indications are. I usually go to the OneRing.net for my uh, Lord of the Rings news because they're very much dialed into the whole scene. Cool. And lots of production shots and the actor they've got for Bilbo we were talking about earlier. Right. Was, you know, the main actor from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and also plays John Watson in the Sherlock TV mm-hmm. series. And the f- first few shots of him as Bilbo, it's like, okay, I, I think I buy it. Yeah. Not rotund enough uh, really because uh, in in the book you know he is fat and happy yeah you know couch living, potato living, on the living the hobbit life yeah and over the course of the movie he becomes lean mean ring stealing machine and stealing machine <laughs> why no. well that's pretty much what he did yeah, i know <laughs> yeah i mean it's been 40 years i don't think i need to do a spoiler alert on that one <laughs> But. No, no. It's just I don't know. I mean, my my recollection of the book. It's just so I'm I'm really excited for this because so much of the book he glosses over the action. Yes, he just is like, there's going to be, and they got saved. And you're yes. like, what do you mean they got saved? How did they get saved? Yes, and he has something in flashbacks like, oh, yeah. remember that heroic escape? Yeah, oh, and the battle tough. of the five armies, and Bilbo gets knocked yeah, out, and you get to that. read about the aftermath. What? No. Yeah. Aww. Even Rankin and Bass gave us a better exactly. version of that than the animated version. Yeah, no Can't kidding. Be. You got to see some cloud of Something. dust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lots of eagles. Like, parks. Yeah, pikes sticking out of it. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Singing orcs. <laughs> singing okay. orcs, yeah. yeah. If Rankin and Bass is, in, is involved, there's going to be a musical number. That's just um, all there is to it. I know. It's all Multiple musical numbers. Numbers, yes. <laughs> kind of fond yeah. of their musical numbers. It was it's non-stop. Kind of well their thing. A musical. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's all we had for the long time. Oh, I know, time. yeah. It was great as a kid. I loved it, man. Oh, yeah, but just, man. I'll take Peter Jackson's vision over that. Anyway. Yeah, Thank oh, you very without much. a doubt. So, yeah, looking forward to that uh, end of 2012 if they stay on target. Stay on cool. target. Stay on target. Porkins. <laughs> we're going to do, like, we're going to do Star <laughs> Wars references for the next yeah. seven months until we get this game. A little bit. That well, probably. That. <laughs> I think that's the way it's going to work. Nemesis has been playing lots of Lego Star Wars oh, on yeah. the DS and on the Wii. And so we've been watching the movies right. with increasing frequency. So, and my boy... He, he likes the original three. Good. It's a good boy. Yeah. Um, I probably have carefully avoided showing him. <laughs> but I digress. That's only because he hasn't seen the other three. But he loves the original three. Yeah. Actually, I don't think he has seen the other three. That's I funny. really think that, that Gnomewise is not showing him the other three <laughs> very deliberately. Uh, yeah, so Telling proud of your boy. Yeah. <laughs> my isolationist. I love my son. Why would yeah. I want to do that to him? <laughs> So we're, yeah, yeah we're you have to teach him there's evil in the world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what he does now? He says, when people ring the doorbell, if they say, I'm a good guy, we can let them in. Oh, that's good. It's <laughs> a good test. So he's waiting for everyone. He's, so he'll knock on our bedroom door and go, it's Nathaniel. I'm, I'm a, a good, good guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's just what a bad guy would say. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Try to tell him, and he doesn't get it. He doesn't, for some reason, uh, he seems, funny. even though he lies. Mm-hmm. Like, like we yeah. catch Nemesis lying, lying to us. Yeah. He doesn't believe that other people lie. Oh. So I'm like, no, bad guys would say I'm a good guy. Let me in. Yeah. Why wouldn't he recognize this fact? No. Hmm. No, no, they wouldn't say that. They would say I'm a bad guy. Yeah. I'm here to kill you. I'm a bad guy. I'm here to kill you. Open the door. Open the door. (laughs) Knock, knock, knock. Land shark. Exactly. Candy gram. (laughs) Candy gram from Mongo. All right. We are over time. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by Jitbit, RSS feed creator. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or just click on the ad on the front page of vtwproductions.com. Thanks to Nuge Kildare, we have a little surprise for you guys. And then after that, mm. we have another Marion Call song called In the Black, inspired by Firefly. We'll be back right after this. Audible Inc. presents Go the F*** to Sleep. Written by Adam Mansback. Narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. The cats nestle close to their kittens. The lambs have laid down with the sheep. You're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please go the f- to sleep. The windows are dark in the town, child. The whales huddle down in the deep. I'll read you one very last book if you swear you'll go the f*** to sleep. The eagles who soar through the sky are at rest, and the creatures who crawl, run, and creep. I know you're not thirsty. That's bullshit. Stop lying. Lie the f*** down, my darling. And sleep. 
The wind whispers soft through the grass, hun. The field mice, they make not a peep. It's been 38 minutes already. What the f***? Go to sleep. All the kids from daycare are in dreamland. The froggy has made his last leap. Hell no, you can't go to the bathroom. You know where you can go? The f*** to sleep. The owls fly forth from the treetops. Through the air they soar and they sweep. A hot crimson rage fills my heart, love. For real, shut the f*** up and sleep. The cubs and the lions are snoring, wrapped in a big, snuggly heap. How come you can do all this other great shit, but you can't lie the f*** down and sleep? The seeds slumber beneath the earth now, and the crops that the farmers will reap. No more questions. This interview's over. I've got two words for you, kid. F***ing sleep. The tiger reclines in the simmering jungle. The sparrow has silenced her cheap. F*** your stuff, bad. I'm not getting you sh Close your eyes. Cut the crap. Sleep. The flowers doze low in the meadows and high on the mountains so steep. My life is a failure. I'm a shitty-ass parent. Stop f***ing with me, please, and sleep. The giant pangolins of Madagascar are snoozing as I lie here and openly weep. Sure, Fine, whatever. I'll bring you some milk. Who the f cares? You're not gonna sleep. This room is all I can remember. The furniture, crappy and cheap. You win. You escape. You run down the hall. As I nod the floor and sleep. Leery and dazed, I awaken to find your eyes shut. So I keep my fingers crossed tight as I tiptoe away and pray that you're f***ing asleep. We're finally watching our movie. Popcorn's in the microwave. Beep. Oh, Damn it, you gotta be kidding! Come on, go the f back to sleep.
no more debts. You're in the black, baby. You left it all behind, but you're still fine. Yeah, you're fine still. We wish we could see.
this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, just like Scalzi says. That's right. Oh, yeah. Now, thank you again to Nuj Kildare for the uh, extended <laughs> music break we had there in the form of the edited for family-friendly radio Samuel L. Jackson reading Go the Beep to Sleep. I love it. Audible. It was great. Part of what makes us the funniest is the standard <laughs> intro. This is Audible. Again, <laughs> <laughs> all the Audible, you know, because I've been listening to um, Furies of Calderon. Oh, lately. yes. I, I'm giving it another another shot. Another shot. <laughs> I heard. Um, and so I get all those standard entries of, and then to hear that followed up by the same guy's voice doing Go the <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> totally deadpans it like any other title. Like, oh. Read by Samuel, Samuel. L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> With the <laughs> goddamn being implied. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson. Yes. Oh. All right. So now is the segment that if you are hovering around your copy of Skype, you should be Skyping into us now to answer the listener call in question of the day, which is your local food joint that you like to take people to when they are visiting you from out of town. I've got a weird one here in Phoenix just because the first portion of my life was spent in western New York near Buffalo. And there's a chain there called Ted's Charbroiled Hot Dogs. All right. Where they do wonderful mesquite charbroiled hot dogs. Um, They have a nice horseradish mustard. It's just one of those things where all the pieces kind of come together and you get really good, damn good hot dog out of the deal. Yeah. And they have branches... In Western New York, and they have one elsewhere in the world here in Tempe. Oh my gosh! Ah. Wow! So I have this little piece of the world where I grew up um, that followed me here to Arizona. So ah. particular nostalgia. I'll tell you that just because number one, it's a damn good hot dog, and number two, it's this weird thing of you know, where I grew up and then here. Yeah, right. Yeah, it has That's followed awesome. me thousands of miles. Yes. Yes. All right, so we got calls coming in for our right. caller of the day. All right. Topic of the day. Topic, Topic of the day. Of the day. Yeah. Caller of the day. There's yeah, no caller that too. of the day. <laughs> Whatever. This, this, this person could impress us so much that we, they could be our caller of the day. We could select a caller of the exactly. day. Okay. Yeah. All right, you are live on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Deus Ex. How are you guys doing? Deus Ex, how are you doing? Hello. I'm, Somebody's okay. darkening their microphone. I th- know. And, I, and I think it's Deus Ex. <laughs> Indeed it is. <laughs> Deus Ex, I am your father. Sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. We just love mocking you. No. Welcome. So, what is your answer to this week's question? Actually, we don't have that many places that we call where we can bring friends to eat. But What part of the world like are you in? I'm sorry? What part of the world are you in? Northeastern Texas. Ah. Okay. And normally when I go to Dallas for my doctor's appointments, I usually go to Five Guys. Ah. Ah, Five Guys. Something that has recently arrived here in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. And I actually went there for lunch on Friday. It's a good burger. Damn good burger. Yes. We ate there in Chicago. (laughs) Yep. Oh, the irony. I know. (laughs) And one thing we recently have had here in Texas is the arrival of In-N-Out in the Dallas area. Ah, that is a California institution creeping its way eastward. Yes. yes. I'll take five guys over in and out any day, yeah, really. Me too. I think so, too. Yeah. Of course, when I tried going to In-N-Out the last time, the block, the line for food was six blocks long. 
Yeah, it's wait for the novelty to wear off. We had the same thing happen here in Phoenix when they moved here. Yeah, they made their very first ventures out of California yeah. into Arizona, and it was oh god, they're here. We don't have to drive to Thousand Palms anymore. Woo yay! Yeah, and it finally wore off, and they built enough branches where it's not a complete zoo anymore. And really, I, I would rather go to Five Guys. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, I do. I agree. It was weird because I, I traveled up to Salt Lake City for Nerdtacular. It had my first Five Guys burger up there, because Five Guys is a big deal up there. Mm-hmm. And then came back to Phoenix and realized, oh, hey, we have those here now. Yes. And we yes. had, not, had we another one on Friday. He, he, looks <laughs> at, he looks at me and he says, I got to try Five Guys. And I'm like, oh, they're here now. And he's like, really? He oh goes, looks them up. I still have not had a Five Guys burger. Oh. He's gone without me twice now. Oh, wow. <laughs> not that you're bitter. No, there's no bitterness here. I'm no. required to take Mrs. Dias along whenever uh, we go. I can't go huh. by myself. And apparently that rule goes for me, too. I just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like our son, I, ta- I tend to change the rules. <laughs> then taken. Then, I'll, then I'll, he comes over to us. Nemesis comes over and goes, so let me explain the rules. <laughs> and he says, rule number one. And he starts, like, making up rules. Well, he's, he's doing the, the so, sequence from, um, God, what's it called? The, the movie... Steve Carell animated uh, Gru is the Despicable name. Me. Despicable yeah, Me. Despicable Thank Me. Thank you. He's doing the bit from the kitchen. Here are the rules. Rule number one. You do not bother me while I am working. And that's what he's reenacting, but he's doing it with his own rules now. Right. So every time he starts, I look at him and I say, rule number 76. <laughs> and I give him an outbreak of random, you know, <laughs> random rule. He doesn't like being mocked. I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Deus, for calling in. So Five Guys is your – I've had this weird situation where I keep discovering these burger places out of town and then coming here. Because when I visited uh, Octail Hordeck and Doc Dead uh, last year, they introduced me to Smashburger. We and have then, one of those here as well in the, uh, locally. Yeah, That's two months broken. later they opened up in Phoenix. And like, they're following me. All these burger places are following me back they from out of town. To they fat. want to make you fat. Yes. Oh, darn. <laughs> Twist my arm. Well, thank you, Deus Ex, for calling in. I'm going to release the line to see who else floods in here. We will catch you next time. Oh, and he did it for me. He hung up on... How dare he hang up on he me? He hung up on me. I was about to hang up on him. Exactly. All right, so if you were waiting to call in there, because we had like four or five people all up here on the screen at the same time there, now is your time to try again. Yeah. And Sakani wins. <laughs> all right, hello, Sakani. You are on Casually Hardcore. Where uh, hello, can you guys hear me I know the now? answer to that one. Can you hear me now? Okay. Oh, yeah, we're good. Anyway, yeah, um, I was going to say that, well, as you know, I live in Palm Springs, and every all the good places out here are pretty expensive. So I picked two places. One, uh, funnily enough, is um, the In-N-Out in Thousand Palms. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm psychic. And the second one is a place in downtown Palm Springs called Fisherman's Market. Ooh. See, how do you get good seafood in the middle of the freaking desert? Um, you know what? <laughs> I guess you would. Helicopter? I don't know. But anyway, we don't have a red lobster out here. And we do have them here. And they are, in my opinion, they are less fancy. They don't have all the fancy stuff like no, um, like mango-flavored shrimp scampi or whatever. Mm. <laughs> but and I'm good with that, really. As long as it's high-quality seafood cooked well, I don't need mango-flavored chutney on my seafood. All you need is a little butter? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not even that. It's just no. They have a Cajun catfish, a Cajun blackened catfish that is mm. 
good enough to where I can actually eat it without any kind of seasoning or any kind of extra sauces on it at all. It's just that good. Rub it all over your body. <laughs> well, okay. I'm disturbed. Isn't that what they mean when they say Cajun rub? Am <laughs> I <laughs> doing it wrong? Um, I was hoping they were talking about rubbing the fish. I don't know. But if you rub it on a person, then yeah, what you do <laughs> no, on your own time, that's your business. Dare <laughs> <laughs> I say. That damn kid rub their happy ending on. <laughs> uh-huh. I guarantee. Oh, my guarantee. God. <laughs> Thank you so much. Did you actually just say happy ending? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, you did. You'll get and, roll. Yeah. <laughs> happy ending for me, too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye, man. Bye. Oh, All right, here we got anything else calling in here. All right, hello, you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's this? Someone who's laughing uncontrollably, apparently. Hello? Hello, hello. you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Uh, this is True from the chat room. Hey, True, how you doing? Sorry, I had a, a, a comfort delay. Good. And while I live <laughs> next to it in and out, out uh, and that was actually one of the reasons I bought this condo, but... Uh, the place I like to take my out-of-town guests is a place here in Orange County called Blake's Place, which is the best barbecue you will have. Mm. Now, what style of barbecue? Because there's much contention over what yes. makes barbecue barbecue. Uh, it's, the, it's the sweeter sort, not okay, the spicy. So a sweet and lots of sauce, not so much the mustard style, but more the sweet sauce. Yes. Is it a glaze, or do you actually dip and dripping with sauce kind of style? Dip and drip. Ah, okay. Mm. See, that's me, the kind I like. That's the kind I like, too. <laughs> yeah, we, Mike, have cha- we have a chain Gil- in town here called Honey Bears, and they, they do that kind. Yeah, well, Mike Gill came here for BlizzCon last year. They said, oh, let's just go for pizza. I said, no, you're coming to Blake's. Five minutes after he got there, I said, now, anyone else still want to go to pizza? And, they, and, they, nope. and was, no. <laughs> so I'm going to assume from that that you're near Anaheim, then? Yes, I am. I'm in Santa Ana, California. Ah, so you are near Blizzard Central. I used to work in Florida. Say again? I used to work next door to them. Ah, okay. Ah. And and five times a day, did you did you pray in their direction? <laughs> Why? Well, something like that. That's not disrespectful at all. <laughs> not at all. Jeez. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, so, what nothing, was the name nothing. of that place again? Blake's. 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 Blake's I, place. I am nice. going Blake's to place. remember that. Mm, mm. Sounds good. Yeah, next time we go to Anaheim. <laughs> now I want barbecue. See, I should really probably have eaten lunch before exactly, this particular no topic. Kidding. Now yeah. I want to go get some lobster and some Honey Bears barbecue mm. and a Ted's hot dog. And, oh, yeah. If you haven't met, I, I'm going to jump in on our topic here. For local barbecue, Tempe Marketplace Lucille's. Lucille's. Oh, yes. No, I've been there many times. Their apple butter That's pretty amazing. solid. Yep. <laughs> They have um, even their biscuits are good, which is a oh, good yeah. sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, I've done. Uh, I've got two clients right up near Tempe Marketplace, right? And right after they built Tempe Marketplace, I discovered Lucille's. So I've been there for lunch two or three times, and I have to have to think twice because it's not the cheapest lunch in the world. But they have mm-hmm. a decent lunch menu that's not mm-hmm. horrifically right. expensive. And, oh God, is it good? It's very the yummy. chicken. Mm, the chicken. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank All you right. for your call in. I'm going to summarily hang up on you now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye. All right, I think we've hit a rich furrow with this one. Okay, the, the line right. is now open. If you want to bury my screen in call-ins again, because that's been—it's really good for my ego, is what it is actually. Yes. To see that many people trying to call us <laughs> at the same time. That's actually one of the updates that. Uh, aha, uh, see, this one we have to. Kind of, we don't have to answer this one. We're kind of contractual. I don't think we have to answer this one. I don't think we answer that one. Reginald, how you doing, man? <laughs> Welcome to Casually Hardcore. 
Oh, finally. It's ridiculous. I can't even get on the show. (laughs) You think you're special just because your name's on the logo now, huh? (laughs) Only mostly. It sucks though because um, Skype mutes my iTunes, which I'm listening to the show through, whenever I try to call. So I can't hear the show when I'm trying to call. So I have to keep not calling. We uh, were hardly talking smack about you at all, really. Not completely, yes. Well, I, I also like listening to what the other people were calling in and talking about. And coincidentally enough, I would also recommend uh, a barbecue place here in town, or two of them. There's a big debate uh, in the town when people come visit here about which barbecue place is better because as everyone knows uh, southern minnesota is known for its barbecue of course yeah okay uh, you yeah. think barbecue that's where you think well that's where the, that's where the, the meat component comes from anyway <laughs> exactly and um it goes back to that um thing you were talking about earlier whether it was uh the sweet style or like the uh mustard style the mustard style they are the the, those are the distinctions uh, of the two places and so it's you, you ask someone uh, what kind they prefer, and then you take them to the one or the other. And the two places are uh, Roscoe's is the one, and the other one is called uh, John Hardy's Barbecue. And most of the people that live in the town I live in say that those are their two favorite places to eat in town. And they've both been around for, like, I would say at least since the 80s, if not earlier. And uh, we also just got a Five Guys here. Yeah, so uh, five Guys seems to be pushing they are big spreading. Expansion. Yeah, They are yeah. spreading. And we're happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll go to to Smash Burgers when I'm in the mood for one kind, and now I'll go to Five Guys more just because just the the, the meat is meatier. I don't know know what the deal is. It's really good. Yeah, (laughs) now Um, with more meat. The the Pusar just uh, messaged me in the IRC earlier and wanted me to tell you that uh, when people visit her, she takes them to a house that was built before Columbus. She meant Columbus uh, landed in America, but because she's typing on an iPad, it came out as Columbia, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Columbia is, is part of the continent. It doesn't sail anywhere except for real slowly, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but apparently... In the IRC. Don't any of you come in? I'm in the IRC, so none of you guys come in. <laughs> my IRC now. My island. <laughs> Good All right. times. All right, we're going to give you and Reginald the boot. The boot, the boot to make room for, it looks like. We've got room for one more caller this session. Bye bye, Barry. Catch you in the IRC. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right, to get on the dog pile here to get their call on the air. Now is the time. We wait the appropriate 20 second window for my words to actually reach them. Yes. And yeah. then the phone rings. And I feel fulfilled. <laughs> What about our favorite places in town? Oh, yeah. Well, mine's not in town. Mine's in El Paso, Texas. Yeah, okay, fine. and what is it? It is Chico's Tacos, which you guys have to Wikipedia it. It is anyone who's ever been from El Paso, when you leave it, you crave this stuff. And it's not even, it's just like a rolled taco in tomato, tomato sauce, sauce with, with tons cheese of on cheese. it. And with this green salsa, but it is truly famous. It's been on the best thing I ever ate. Um, Gabriel Iglesias does a comedy skit about it. It's good stuff. Oh, I wonder if we've got somebody on the line here. I think we may have <laughs> I can somebody hear that Hi, you're on Casual Hardcore. Who's calling? Um, this is Zena from the video wall. Hey, Zena from hey. the video wall. Woohoo! Waving at you. Yeah, you're down middle center. What up? Yeah, I am. So, when we uh, come was, to visit you, where are you going to take us to eat? I would take you to the um, Dickies. The Dis- Dickies. Um, barbecue place down over by where I'm at in Northern California next to Sacramento. I'm detecting a barbecue, barbecue theme. theme. No kidding. Kidding. <laughs> <Today's show. Sorry. laughs> 
Now, what kind of barbecue is this? Is this dry rub barbecue, or I need a shower to towel off my extremities afterwards because there was so much sauce kind of barbecue? No, actually, it's a it's a mixture of dry and extremely hot sauce. It's not mm. dunked. Nice. It's like like stuck to the actual food. It's that sticky. I mean, I had some, and it was like, oh god, this is delicious. Bring it on. It is delicious. Now I definitely see honey bears in my near future. Here. <laughs> <laughs> they, some uh, sort of place. They make homemade coleslaw, and I got to tell you, it beats my uh, it beats my grandma. So that's saying something. Wow, Ooh, that's high praise. Ooh. No, kidding. yeah. That's, hopefully, your grandma's not hearing that though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for your input. Yet another vote in the barbecue column. I will see you on the wall as I summarily hang up on you in Skype Goodbye. because I have the power. All right, so you were talking about Chico's Tacos? Oh, yes, Chico's Tacos in, in El Paso. Yeah, it's it's just a little rolled taco in some tomato sauce with cheese. They have this green salsa, spicy salsa that goes with it. But, like, we have several people, have friends that, are on, that have moved away from El Paso. And when they go to El Paso, the first thing I get is a text with a picture of Chico's Tacos with them See, eating it. And I think I understand <laughs> that affection because I went down for a friend of ours' 40th birthday this is right before Archdemesis mm-hmm. was born. No, it was right after Archdemesis was born. Right as she was coming home. Yes, from the hospital. <laughs> whole other story we already told you about. Right. Um, but the cruise went down to Ensenada, and we went over to oh, this yeah. bar, Songs. And apparently Songs is not chosen. Well, it was chosen because they had the economical, you, know, you paid a fixed amount, and they just keep bringing you beer. But the more important thing is the taco stand next door. Mm. And I didn't understand what they were talking about until the tacos started arriving. And they were the same thing. They were nothing to look at. And they had the pork taco, beef, right. shredded beef, and chicken, and then you know, varietal salsas. And we just chawed on these things for hours because... Mm-hmm. I can't get these back on the ship, and yeah. uh, I want more. <laughs> I must have more because they were, the, and they were these fried. You yeah, know, they looked like they should have tasted like complete crap. And on the other hand, I guess they like sprinkled them with crack cocaine or something because <laughs> we just kept, they're, they're nice, tiny, bite-sized, so you can go through all different kinds of flavors without filling up too much. Mm. So I'm assuming Chico's is in that same vein of. Just it doesn't can't. look like much, but yeah, yeah I don't great. know what it is about people who live there that we get really addicted to these things. It, it has a lot to do with it's the only place open really late at night. So when you're uh, out drunk drinking food. Mm-hmm. and it's like $1.50 for the three roll tacos, so it's super cheap. Also a bonus. Yes. Arch Nemesis is chiming in saying, I like casa. I yeah. like home casa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like what's in my hand. Right That's now. What I want. I'm, I'm casa de eating. mama. It's the yep. best food ever. Yep. So, Io, what uh, what would you default to when someone comes to town and say, ah, take us out to eat? Well, I think that um, you, yeah, I'm, I'm partial to Italian. I love Italian food. And so I would essentially, there's two choices. Um, there is Vincitorios, mm. um, which is actually very close to us, and there's only one of them. And, and then there is, and the name escapes me, there's three of them in town. Uh, Santi? Tutti Santi, thank you. And then there's Tutti Santi. And Tutti Santi, the three of them that are in town, are run by the grandmother, the, the mother, son, and, and the, the granddaughter. granddaughter. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's and cool. so it's three generations at three different um, installations of the same menu. 
So it's really an awesome place to go. And they're traditional Italian. At the end of the meal, they bring you the, the shot of Zambuco with the three coffee oh, beans yeah. in it yeah. set on fire and the whole... I mean, it's just... Oh, yeah, that was a <laughs> fabulous meal, no matter how you want to shape it up. Not your typical, you know, tomato soup right. Italian. This is no, more no. Northern Italian. Northern, yeah. Yes, very oh. much a Northern Italian. Nice. And, That's awesome. Uh, Sounds yummy. Yeah, yeah I love their nice, so. I love their tortellini there. They make an amazing tortellini in a a, a rose cream sauce. So yeah, I usually really take phenomenal. The, if we're looking for just you know quick lunch, I'll do Carolinas. Yeah. Because the just just for the butter tortilla, if nothing else. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even need to go down to Guns and Knives territory on Mohawk anymore to get it because I get it up in Knives. Twelfth in Mohawk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, they've got one up on Cave Creek and Cactus now, yep. hmm. which is way too far away for me. But but it was totally worth braving guns and knives territory because butter tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> butter tortillas are awesome. Especially Those are they're tasty. Straight out. They're, they're fresh. Fresh. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, yummy. You go and you get a bag of tortillas. You have something for lunch, but you also bring a bag of tortillas home. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, the next time you need to bring a bag of tortillas home. I'm all, almost never headed towards home when I'm there. Yeah. So? so I'll figure it out. All right. I'm putting my request in now. Let's yeah, yeah, travel yeah. around town. Bring me food. Emperor is getting impatient for the stream, and right. we are in All here right. over time. So, coming up next on Versus the World Radio, the Emperor's Court with Emperor Ooh. and Highlander. Yes, indeed. Your three hour break from internet porn. Mm-hmm. Emperor and Highlander bringing you, you know, light topics of discussion, nothing controversial. No one there is particularly right leaning or left leaning. It's. And if you've ever listened to your to their show, you know just how much BS I am spouting right now. All right. Oh, yeah. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Yep. Thank you for all of your calls and participation in the show. We love it, and we hope you do, too. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Islet. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And pounding in the background. And yes. for once on cue, <laughs> on cue. arch nemesis, we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.